Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, real good show. Back with you again for episode number 76, an episode that will be one of the best of its generation, but never fully appreciated because people are fucking racist, y'all. What can you say? Justin Morissette with you once again, and with me, as always, is... Stefan Hack. Who are you you talking about there? Uh... PK? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I was thinking Anson Carter for some reason. That would be 77. Okay. But not I, I, one knew, of the, I knew he was 70. People, of his generation. Well, no, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, Anson Carter. I knew he was 70 something. And, and I was people like, weren't Anson really Carter. like, people weren't really racist against. No, people liked Anson Carter. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, I think I he was called Predator during his time in Vancouver because of his dreadlocks. He was great. That was such Predator? a fun, that was a really fun year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a that, that was, was like that was the Sedine twins like coming out yeah, party. Yeah, Anson Carter. Yeah. Holy crap! Well, I mean, it's hard not to appreciate them when they play with a player who's not Trent Clatt, essentially. I love Trent Clatt. That was like their first like real line mate post Trent Clatt. I, I, oh, I, I miss Trent. Clatt, Who did the Sedines come into the league playing with? Uh, when they had those when like, they were like fourth liners. Yeah, I don't know. Clat Clat was like their first like line regular yeah. line mate. Really? Because well, I would have thought it was before that. I don't know. I would think that they probably played some shifts with like Harold Drukin. Like it would have been around that era, probably. Uh, when I say his their first regular line mate, he's like the first one you think of when you think of their first regular line mate. Yeah. You know what I mean, like that's the earliest. All one right. That well, comes this is me. from someone did this from. This is on the NHL.com board. They said Trevor Linden in their in he, his he first did, year, yeah. but that Clatt. was oh one oh two, right? Yeah, because they they played. Oh, here we go. Well, this is yeah. So it starts with Clat. It was Clat. Yeah, yeah. Clat, Peter Schaefer, Donald Brashear. Uh, a lot of a lot of Clat. Yeah, bit of Rutu in there. Bit of Rutu, yeah. Yarkov Rutu. Yeah, what and then they had Jason King for a bit there. Oh, and the mattress line, of Anson Carter. Yeah, Taylor Pyatt. Mm-hmm. That's later, though. Ryan Shannon and Brad Isbister Steve were given Bernier. some chances. Steve Bernier. Wade Brookbank. Wade yeah. Brookbank played some games. They Tom, did, yeah, and then Tom Burroughs. Sestito played some games. Well, we can just congratulate Henrik right off the hop. Yeah, because both you and I were at that uh, game. It was really yeah, fun. That's the, that's the most fun I've had at a, a Canucks game in a long, long Thank time. Thank you very much for taking me. Of course, me. yeah. That yeah, was, thanks uh, for taking me. You oh. were out of the country. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I never do. I was not. I just didn't get. I didn't even hear of this happening. So you heard about it through Facebook. Yeah, well, yeah. I went to, once you guys were already there. Yeah, and I was like, it was oh, kind of too late you, at John. that point. You yeah. seemed quite upset about it for someone who would not have been able to attend either way. <laughs> I was not upset, and I was at a hockey game at the same time. Exactly. Just in, just in Arizona. Yeah. Plus, you got <laughs> you got freebie tickets. That's true from, from somebody on staff of the hockey team that yeah, you were at. The coach. Yeah. yeah the assistant coach <laughs> gave me tickets. Uh, yeah, well, that was because uh, I was texting with a uh, frequent uh, contributor to the show, Jackson Playfair, and then I w- the tickets were very cheap on SeatGeek, like 10 bucks for Upper Bowl and 30 bucks for Lower Bowl, and then, so we were just going to buy tickets, and then I was, like, texting with Jackson. I'm like, oh, yeah, why don't I just see if, uh, if old Jimmy can hook me up with some tickets, and so Jackson sent a text to his dad, and we were 15 rows behind the bench, center ice. Well, you know, you you do run a risk in making that request. 
because there is an, a possibility that Jim will find your a question so presumptuous that he will uh, just rip his suit off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in a rage. Yeah, the jacket rip. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's classic. <laughs> the tie throw. Oh, it was so good. That's what Jackson said that if, because when I interviewed him, I asked him what he would do if he was a coach, and he said he would have to top his dad, and so he would rip the helmets off the players. <laughs> I think he might have said that on he the did. Did he? Yeah. Okay, perfect. He yeah. rip, like one by one. Yeah. <laughs> go down, go the down the line. Yeah, which I think would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> And especially because, like, the whole time, if you watch that clip, the player right beside Jim Playfair is trying so hard not to laugh. Yeah. And it's just so funny. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. It's, uh, but yeah, th- so thanks to uh, Jim Playfair and the Arizona Coyotes organization for hooking me and my curling team up with tickets to the game. It was a good time. Yeah, and uh, thank you, Henrik Sedin, for putting on a remarkable show that we will remember for generations to come. Well, it was just really nice that he, it was like a breakaway goal where it's like, oh, okay, that's definitely a thousand points. Because like you were saying before, what, you're counting all the puck touches. Where yeah. It's like, okay, well, if they score here, did he touch the puck like within the last two touches? It was like, easily the most exciting Canucks game in forever because every time they were on the ice, everybody is like on the edge of their seat. Yeah. Yeah, counting puck touches. Yeah. And as as soon as it goes like past three touches, everyone's like booing, like, yeah. give it back to Henrik. <laughs> we need to restart. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was great. And like, a fairy tale moment, honestly. Like the fact that it was on Luongo and they immediately hugged afterwards. Yeah. Like that's our that's our best boys giving us a real quality moment. Yeah, right I mean there. I imagine it's gonna be like when John is watching Austin Matthews score a thousand points with Arizona in twelve years. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> See you there. At, in 12 years, that's fine. The Leafs will have like three to seven cups by then. Of and course. he can go retire in Arizona. I don't care. I'll, uh, uh, by then, I'm assuming him and I will be friends. And uh, it 12 won't, years, it yeah, won't be you an, think. Won't be an issue. Yeah. I'll just, I will be texting him for tickets when I'm in Arizona. Uh, he wasn't the only good part of that game, though. Austin? He's been a good part of a lot of games for the Leafs. Oh, no, the, Henrik uh, Sedin. You're talking about the singing? Uh, well, that was great also. Yeah. The crowd was wonderful. Yeah, for once. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even though we just stole Detroit's bit of singing along the Don't Stop Believing. Yeah, but what? Oh, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> it's gimmick infringement, but yeah. hey, we'll allow for it. I uh, think we stole the Ric Flair thing from another team. Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. Yeah, because yeah. so. Ric Flair's from Carolina, yeah. so that like makes sense that you would do it there, and in Vancouver, it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, yeah and it's like really annoying. It's just yeah, fun to yeah. do. It's, is it? It was for a bit. Yeah, I hate it now. It's insanely annoying and <laughs> stupid and makes your team look like a minor pro franchise. Well, well it is a minor pro franchise. That's true. That's fair. I was going to say the other good part <laughs> of that game was Nikita Trampkin, who yeah. is really even okay. better in person. Enough. Okay, Enough. we're not going to be. Really, no. it, yeah, we yeah, were talking about Henrik. We're not doing it. We're not talking we're not about doing Trampkin. a Canuck. We're not doing a Canucks rundown. You, you talked about at the game the fact yeah, that you owe Jim Benning an apology at the game. Oh on, yeah, actually, on one I, specific thing. Yeah, Nikki, well, I never said Nikita Trampkin was bad, but I will. I will say well, no. What was the apology specifically for? It was just like you know we need if we're, if our criticisms of Jim Benning are going to be taken seriously, then yeah. we also need to take the time to point out when he does something. Good yeah, as and well. N- Nikita Trampkin was a great draft pick. And yeah, I will give Jim Benning it's, full credit. It's for like that. getting a first round pick in the third round. Which doesn't make it better that your actual first round pick was, was like, like a, a seventh yeah. round pick in the first round, but uh, yeah, you know, small victories yeah. where we can find, and them. that's probably enough Canucks for now. Yes, uh, you mentioned SeatGeek though. Did I? I did. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. You were yeah. going to use it. Yeah. That's true. I was going to use it in Arizona, and then I didn't have to. But uh, and then that led to me like humble bragging on the forum <laughs> by accident. Well, not by accident. But someone was like, "Oh, you didn't use SeatGeek." I was like. 
no, I use the assistant coaches tickets. And they were like, whoa, <laughs> check out Name Dropper over here. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's me. I will absolutely name drop. I have frequently mentioned Steve Sladkowski <laughs> at Urban Fair, and they do not give me any discounts. I'll tell you that right now. They're like, who? Are you big time in Seat yeah. over here? Yeah, absolutely. I right totally before we, uh, this, the I absolutely am big timing Seat Geek, our favorite <laughs> sponsor in the world. Thank you so much for contributing. To this show, but yeah, I mean, SeatGeek doesn't have a free from the coach option, unfortunately. Um, but you know, if you don't know the coach of whichever team you're going to, see. yeah, which don't get me wrong, that is literally the only team I know. The co- it's not like I walk around knowing the coach of every team. It's also a good team to get free tickets to. You're probably not looking to scoop them up on SeatGeek otherwise. No, uh, just because they're terrible. They're a very bad team. But if you did want to go. You could use SeatGeek. Yes, uh, which, of course, is just the best way to buy and sell tickets to sporting events and concerts. Mm-hmm. Not just hockey games. We could have used it, or I could have, to try and go to that Henrik game last Friday if you hadn't invited me at the last minute. Uh, mm-hmm. But also for concerts as well. And there's some good ones coming up in Vancouver. Our Kells are playing the Dougie next mon- uh, Wednesday, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Although we won't pay for tickets to that either. <laughs> and then the, and Sam Roberts is <laughs> here the week after there's some good shows coming up that i may have to uh, dip into the seat geek well to uh to take in and i'm happy to do so because their app is so easy to use mm-hmm. and always helps you find the best deals with seat geek you always get the best deals on every ticket because they price compare for you and uh they search multiple ticket sites prices can vary depending on where you shop but they always find you the lowest available price they want to help you get the most bang for your buck and that's why every ticket on seat geek is given a grade based on value they call it a deal score. Gentlemen, oh, is this baby. all sounding familiar? Is the deal I score, it. it's all one word, correct? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Is it, is it capital S, but it's still all one word? I don't know. It's not in the copy anymore. I don't know if they want me to say the words deal score. Yeah, they do. Word. It's definitely on I there. I like deal it's score. A, oh, maybe they're... Uh, sorry, I forgot. They are in a huge copyright battle since Nintendo named their new uh, system the Nintendo DS yeah. deal score. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's a, it's a legal battle between SeatGeek and Nintendo, but uh, SeatGeek's going to win because yes. they've had the deal score there for forever and uh the the best thing about buying tickets on seat geek well there are a lot of good things oh about everything it. Yeah. about it whoa you can uh, get it's, it's uh, hard to choose the best thing you can get tickets to the super bowl on seat geek and uh for thirteen thousand, are uh, we in the tens of thousands no uh 3900 is the cheap is the best deal score and it is in the upper deck 3900 houston right it is, is it? in houston yeah, yeah 3948 dollars uh, they have some lower bowl ones for forty three seventy one. Well, our listeners would get them for forty three fifty one because if you download the mobile <laughs> app deal. to your phone, <laughs> you will get a twenty dollar rebate off your first SeatGeek <laughs> purchase by using the promo Absolutely. code Real Good under the settings tab on the app. Just <laughs> click add a promo code, use promo code Real Good, and twenty dollars off your Super Bowl ticket is, oh is what God. was it again forty four fifty one? I don't remember. You're thirty nine fifty one. Yeah, that's abs- yeah. If you're about to spend four thousand dollars on one ticket, <laughs> Save twenty dollars. Hey, the twenty dollars is very important yeah, to you. You're a thrifty ticket buyer. Yeah, absolutely. That'll knock. Uh, that'll knock five percent off of the cost of your flight to Houston. Yeah, so you were you thinking go. to yourself, I don't know if I can afford to go to this game. Forty four hundred dollars. That twenty dollars off. Hey, yeah. forty three eighty, baby. Yeah. You could, but you could have a beer in the airport lounge. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. 
one. Uh, that's on us. One single airport lounge. Also, beer. if you're uh, paying four thousand dollars for Super Bowl tickets, consider donating to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's Absolutely. a great idea. Patreon.com/slash Real Good Show. Speaking of donating to the show, but yes, download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code Real Good today. Speaking of donating to the show, oh yeah, there's a this is a segment. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money. That we know. That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All, all your names. names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck, Fuck your, your parents. parents. <laughs> uh, we do have some donors to thank this week. Uh, we need to thank David McIntyre, a new $5 pledger. Uh, wasn't he a goon for the Edmonton Oilers at one point? <laughs> Steve McIntyre. Oh, yes, his yeah. brother. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we also need to thank a longtime listener, first-time donor, Bead Timms. I think our only Australian listener that we know of. Yes. It's actually, it's Beady. Uh, it's Bead. I think it's Bead. It's, well, def- it's definitely Bead. I'm fairly certain it's Beady. His well. name is actually Joel. I'm Bead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That Fuck. He, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> But Bead Tims, thank you for donating, and they uh, Bead donated five seventy three. So well, no, know. first he donated three thirty three. Yeah, then he realized that he wasn't going to get the, do- uh, well, that the bonus content. I think he was trying to salute Henrik Sedin as well, just like uh, it off the top. Uh, maybe I doubt it. Um, <laughs> and then five seventy three. I don't know what that the significance of that is. I have a message for Bead Tims, and that is uh, he at one point sent me five dollars, five Australian dollars <laughs> for a Photoshop I made on Twitter. Oh, that's right. Yeah, of okay. Bo Horvat as the T rex from jurassic park but because it's australian dollars i can't cash it out of my paypal because it won't let me unless so i have just 15 had five australian dollars in your account currency. forever yeah yeah so it's just sitting there forever be so bead, if give at them any 10 more point dollars. you feel like you want to give me some more australian dollars i might be able to get <laughs> couldn't them. you buy something with it if i ever do anything that you feel deserves some australian dollars by all means i encourage you to contribute <laughs> You could uh, just buy something with it. Like, uh, can I? Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think you could probably put it towards your, yeah. My PlayStation Store dollars. Yeah, exactly. It's an Australian like PlayStation yeah, yeah. Store purchase. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, exactly. You could buy those popular games like Koala Hunter <laughs> and Eucalyptus Farmer. Well, good to know. So those, are, those are two uh, game types within the same game. Eucalyptus Farmer and Koala Hunter? Yeah. Okay. The eucalyptus farmer hunts the koala because the koala keeps eating the eucalyptus. Okay. Yeah. Are you not aware of this? No. Well, I don't Christ. play Australian well, PlayStation. Okay. Or should I say PlayStation? PlayStation. <laughs> okay. This. I'm. Let's just stop this. PlayStation. That's <laughs> oh, okay. No, we're, I mean, we just thanked our donors in a segment called Donor Thank Yous. Thank you to the donors. Well, sometimes our donors thank us in a segment we call Review Review. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Five stars. Disappointed. Yes. Yes. This is awesome. The worst episode ever. Yeah, we haven't done a review review in a long time, and, and this uh, week's review is not actually a review. It, well, no, it it's kind well, of is. it is, but it's not on the iTunes uh, website. But it is a very nice review from listener, donor, good boy, uh, rower. Will Bryden? No, uh, it's, it's not Will Bryden. I'm pretty sure it's Will Bryden. No, I'm looking at it right now. It's Will Robbery. No, but isn't that Will Rob Bry? 
Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's Will Bryden. I'm almost 100% well, I don't sure. want to out him because it gets personal here. Well, he said we can out. He specifically said we can out him. Okay. In the message. Right. What are we outing Have, here, have you really been, have you been reading this I at all? I did read the thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. God. Anyway, very nice message. Do you want to read it? No, you at, can read oh, it. Fine. His name is actually, it's Rob... Oh, sorry. Yes, sorry. Rob Wilden. (laughs) Rob Wilden sends us this message. uh, And this was uh, in Canada. It was kind of our mental health uh, awareness day on Wednesday. I think it spreads across Twitter enough that people know it. Yeah, people know it. Um, And so he sent this uh, wonderful message to the show and said, Hey, guys, I just wanted to say a big thank you for putting together a great show. The past few years, I've dealt with what's been at times pretty bad depression and anxiety. And one of the things that's helped me the most has been podcasts this helps immensely because for an hour and a bit or sometimes longer dot 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 justin my mind is complete he didn't say justin i said that (laughs) my mind is completely numb to the outside world and i feel like i have no issues to think about i started listening to the show a few months ago before exams started up bracket fuck you you university student john that was a quote that he attributed to me it's it's fairly which is weird i've never said that before um which is always a time that's rough for me exams he was talking about eventually i listened to every episode once and because it helps so much i've started to go through it again which i'm sorry uh now that exams are over one of the primary times i need help is during long boring training sessions he's a rower the fear of lack of performance has always caused me issues and same uh but this podcast helps me remember to never take myself too seriously anyways thanks for everything you do uh thanks for everything you guys do it's great in so many ways also feel free to use this for review review if you'd like it's very important to me to generate awareness for mental health issues and talking about it is important so thank you to will obviously a very personal and emotional message and um we've had a few people say things like this to us over the course of the show I've already had, I, I only have one tender moment a year, so um, I'm just going to stick with the uh, fuck you theme. Well, technically you used yours for last year and you haven't used yours. Yeah. No, I know. It have to be the well, But you're saving it? Yeah, I'm going to save it. You feel like there's going to be a more emotional moment than this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's only is, January. Yeah, I mean, what is it exactly like? This guy's in university. What does he have to worry about? Give me a fucking break, <laughs> Will. If that's your real name. Yeah, go row a boat, you fucking what, will. Where's wow, the rowing? This, this went off the rails. <laughs> okay. Well, he's in university. I can't feel any sympathy for I guess university students. It's student. a boat. There wouldn't yeah. have been any rails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This really <laughs> went off the rowing course. Boats can have rails. This boat oh, yeah, really on the like on the edge lot, of them. A, a lot of boats have rails. Yeah, yeah, but I just mean they're not like on a track. You know, some of them are. You've been to Disneyland. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. It is a small world after all, and I've learned a valuable lesson here. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I okay. Thank I, you, Will. It was a very nice message, and hearing things uh, like this about the show is a great reason to do it. Also, you, you have the, to untender it, though. Also, the you mon- have to cancel it out. Yeah, yeah. Also, the money we make is a great uh, reason to do this show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've ever there was that untender enough. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the show or alluded to it. I think I probably have on Twitter. On Twitter, you've talked about but it, but sure. like, yeah, on uh, I probably alluded to the reasons that would have surrounded it. On I'm going to say episode 19, okay, which is where I talked about my former employment, uh, employment right, before yep. we started doing this show. But I was plagued also by anxiety and depression for a while before doing this show, and this just doing this show was very helpful for me to to move on from that and try to get better and so if if doing this uh what you know kind of 
saved me by doing the show also helps people to listen to it, that makes me feel really good. Yeah, absolutely. About everything that we're doing here. So, yeah. And I also feel good about talking about that because it's good to, you know, know that uh, if you think I'm a, just a confident comedian throwing <laughs> jokes all over the place over here, I have my own struggles as well. So you are not alone out there. Yeah, and, and if you ever need help, if you ever want to reach out to someone, uh, message Justin. <laughs> uh, actually, no. If, so if you need help, if you donate $5 a month, uh, you get access to the Real Good Show helpline. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. is it's it's two bonus episodes a month but rest assured there's a lot of help uh, if you ask it you just ask us some questions and we'll answer it in those two bonus episodes probably <laughs> yeah okay, probably yeah. 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 yeah yeah but uh, uh yeah so thank you for this message uh it, no matter what reason you listen to the show thanks to everyone for listening and uh we hope you're doing well but if you're not uh don't ever be afraid to reach out to whoever you need to reach out to if that's us I mean, fine. Uh, so okay. Well, you you save your tender <laughs> moments kidding. to the end of the year usually, <laughs> and the clip of the year is obviously in, at the end of the year too. Yes. But the clip we have this week, we'll I, like again, we say this all the time. We're like, oh, this is definitely going to be the clip of the year. But like this, I mean, this one is unbelievable. It's, it's going to be really hard to top. I've already heard it five times, and every time I love it more. It it becomes almost more. Uh, unintelligible the closer to it you get you know you, yeah. you keep feeling like you're, you're unearthing meaning here and the closer you get the further away it really is <laughs> that's magical uh, uh, uh this is the clip that came to us from coach's corner this past oh, saturday can uh, everyone's uh favorite dementia patient yes. don cherry yes and uh, and i can say that because my grandmother has dementia for those of you who are american listeners or <laughs> <laughs> or, or Bede Timms, who might be Australian. Yeah. You, you might not Beady. be exposed to the, the rantings and ravings of Don Cherry week after week. Bidet teams. And you're missing out on some real gold sometimes. Well, I think our American listeners are familiar with a senile guy named Donald. But this is a, this is like <laughs> ah, political commentary. Okay, nice. just uh, play the clip. And isn't, but isn't anyway, George uh, Spurgeon, can we see? Donald Trump is also S, isn't he? Donald S. Trump? He is. Uh, no, he's Donald John Trump. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Donald J. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, yeah. never mind. This is Donald S. Cherry talking about Jared Spurgeon yes. of the Minnesota Wild. Jared Spurgeon. Well, I think that's what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Jared Spurgeon scored an amazing goal uh, two, about a week and a half ago now where he batted the puck out of the air with his hand to his stick and then batted it out of the air with his stick into the net, and this is Don Cherry providing commentary on that goal like only Don Cherry can. And when I just pressed play there, Ron McLean said, anyway, could we see the clip? Anyway, we'll hear the clip. <laughs> see the Jared Spurgeon. Jared Spurgeon, go of the week. Watch here. this here, boy. Watch this here, kid. This is put it in. Watch it. It's an out. It's way not go. He plays baseball. Watch this here. Go of the week. Way to go. And listen, they need all the help they can get. And way to go, Jared boy. Put it in there. We got it in. We got it in. Uh, Shea Weber, who wouldn't get out of the Shea way? Shea Weber, let me tell you, the only way. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, it I, continues from there, but that is well. That's I it. mean, it 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 legitimately sounds like Stefan. You said this earlier. It legitimately sounds like he's having a stroke in yeah. the middle of. I've got the transcript. Okay, right yeah. Here. So why don't yes. you read the Stefan? Give us a reading. Yeah, give of us the a transcript. dramatic reading yeah. here. So okay, he pronounces Jared Spurgeon. So it's is Jared Spurgeon is the hockey. And player. so yes. to set this up, we didn't listen to it beforehand, but Ron tried to get Don to talk about the Jared Spurgeon goal for 20 full seconds before they get to it and he says Jared Spurgeon five times he says Jared Spurgeon five times and then Don Cherry says Jared Spurgeon yeah 
So this is from at uh, Matomic on Twitter. Yeah, transcribed he transcribed this. it, yep. Uh, so here it is. I'm going to read this for you. Jared Spurgeon, goal of the week. Watch this here, boy. Watch this here, kid. This is put it in. Watch this. Gets it out. He's way to go. He plays baseball. Watch this here. Goal of the week. Way to go. And listen, they need all the help they can get. And way to go, Jared. Boy, put it in there. And we got it. He got it in. <laughs> I, I mean, think there it was just, an "it's good" in there that he didn't uh, no, I've, put in I've, the transcript. No, I think that's actually perfect. That's I know, right at the end, when he repeats, "They, he got it. We need it." Oh, I he think calls him a good a really, boy. He calls him yeah. a good boy. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but that's it's so fast. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I th- yeah. Does it? You might say, "Let's." I want to listen to it again. Obviously, let's let's load this up because I think it's. I, I think he even might say "good boy." I think he might. That you're right. Let's check. Yeah. <laughs> If you use a golf ball or a wiffle ball, that's as good as a small puck for the kids. But anyway, Jared Spurgeon. Can we see the Jared Spurgeon? Jared Spurgeon, go of the week. Watch this here, boy. Watch this here, kid. This is put it in. Watch it. It's it out. It's way not go. He plays baseball. Watch this here. Go of the week. Way to go. And listen, they need all the help they can get. And way to go, Jared boy. Put it in there. We got it in. We got it in. Uh, no, no, he says Jared boy. He's Jared way to go, boy. Jared no, 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 boy. We got it in. It's good. We got it in. Oh, did he say it's good, though? I think so. Okay, let's, 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 let's more, slow this down. Time. Let's slow this down. We got it in. Uh, oh, he does say something. What is going on there? And they need all the help they can get. And way to go, Jared boy. Put it in there. We got it in. We got it in. I think he's trying. He, he's stuttering, I think, there. Okay. He, I think. It was a stutter, I'm pretty sure. But in any case, that is... And uh, just, I mean, that's a clip that's, of all. That's like that's word salad. It's amazing. Just, there's all kinds of aphasia going on there. Just uh, and I and I don't mean to, you know, he does uh, he does allude to the fact that Minnesota could use all the help they can get, and Minnesota is currently in second place in the National Hockey. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only time first that he, in the Western Conference <laughs> and second in the NHL. He really settles down and gets serious too. Like yeah. he gets his mind under control to be like, "Oh, things are dire over there." I tell you what. Yeah, and he's like wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the only thing that he's that he gets. Like, if you're listening to this, you're like, "Oh, well, that okay. At least he got one thing right." But then he didn't actually. Can, you're gonna have to cut some of that out so we can use it as like a soundboard. Oh yeah, yeah. And oh, we, yeah. we can like chop. I want to chop and screw that and put it to like a beat. Yeah, Jared Spurgeon, like, goal of the week. Watch this oh here, boy. Watch this here, kid. This is put it in. Watch this. Gets it out. He's way to go. He plays baseball. <laughs> Speaking of, so we, we we have a new segment. <laughs> Sort we of. Do. Well, I kind of, right? I, I feel as though I need to make a, a theme song for this, and maybe I can chop and screw that yeah, Don Cherry thing as a theme song for this, even though it has nothing to do with the segment per se. Right, right. I just want to do that. Right. I, I don't know where you're going right now. Well, the yeah, cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. of course. Well, hockey cards. Because yeah. we, we, we asked people to send us hockey cards. This is Real Good Show's Card Corner. Or not hockey cards, just cards of any, collectible cards yeah. of any type. We, yeah. we wanted the more obscure, the better. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we'll come up with a name for the segment, and, yeah. and we'll come up with a theme song and everything. I know some people hated this segment a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that so might why don't we bring it back? The type of cards we were opening, though, too. Right? Yeah. Those cards were really boring. They were yeah. really boring. I think so we were just like hoping with each card it was like, oh, this is, just, this is what better. it is, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Just, okay, so this is so, from Connor Nealon. Yeah, a couple of people I know have stepped up to send uh, cards into the show. You can yeah. find the address on, uh, the, I believe, the bio 
segment of the website. Okay. We're going to uh, revamp the website, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's always good to have your uh, in your bio uh, your address and <laughs> so- social insurance stuff. That's what I always have. That's what I always think makes a good bio. This so, is where so, I live. So we got more cards coming at some point from yes. uh, good boy Mike Fail. Yep. But in the meantime, Connor Nealon stepped up with our first package. All right. I haven't seen this. Justin knows cards. what these are. I know what the themes are here. I don't know what's in the packages. But oh my God. you do not know. These came to us from, uh, I believe, an, an Amazon store. Uh, it it was uh, Hockey Card World sure. in Maple, Ontario. Okay, that sounds like out. a perfect city to have. And that so that sounds like literally the most Canadian business of all time. Yeah, Hockey Card, card World, World in, in Maple, Maple, Ontario. Ontario. Yeah. So pack number one is oh actually not God. cards at all. <laughs> it's stickers. Of it's a sticker pack cars? from the movie Cars. I that was I thought that was a condom <laughs> for a so second. So if someone else wants to open that, and we'll find out what kind of stickers of, mo- of Lightning I thought McQueen. it was. These these are like panini and, and stickers. Mater. Like this is a real like you can yeah. buy a Cars sticker I'll album. Get a bit. So I thought this was a Cars themed diaphragm. Oh my first, god, <laughs> a Cars themed dental dam. Yeah, and I will tell you right now that's not the only sticker pack that's. Oh in this Oh my envelope. god. Okay, so this is great. Okay, I'm gonna open okay, the Cars. So Cars. Is that a shout out to when we had the clip of the week? Uh, yeah, the with cars. The, yeah, Cars three. Yeah, yeah must be. Possibly. So excellent. Okay, so we've got. Okay, uh, we've just got one with two green cars on Is it. That that it doesn't even say. No, anything it doesn't about say the anything. Scenes. Then there's uh, a, a helicopter that looks like a news reporter. That's number one twenty-two. And then we've got a pink car that says tank coat on it. And then we've got uh, I don't even know what this is—a car with a big N on the front. And then we've got some kind of like dusty jalopy. That looks like a, a NASCAR pit crew car. Yeah, and then we've got like a be. and then we've got like a, a cameraman car, I guess, to go with like the reporter. <laughs> oh my God. Filming yeah. the races. And then we've got a car that has a tumor uh, there. Whoa, and then, he actually yeah, does. He actually has a tumor. And then we've got a car that looks very nervous. Going down a hill. So, so none of the main characters. No, oh, I don't. Uh, yeah, the only the character I know is Lightning McQueen, and he's and not Mater, present. In the and Mater, uh, and of course, uh, wasn't there like a spy one? There who was, was Larry the one? Cable Guy? That's, that's yeah. Mater. That's okay. Mater. Yeah, I haven't seen Cars. Is probably the only cartoon I haven't seen. Paul Newman is also in the film. I can't remember the name of his character, but he is not pictured in any of those stickers. It's uh, New Paulman. <laughs> Perfect. So, so Newt Palmer. we have a couple other sticker packs here that are also animated film related, <laughs> and there's okay. two of them from the same film. Stuff? There's two of them from the same film. I'm okay. going to give you each one, okay. and you can open them both right. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and okay. they are from the film Shrek 2. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I can't believe these exist. Okay, I will just say as well, the company that made both the Cars stickers and the Shrek 2 stickers is an Italian company just called Panini. No, but it's they're like the best sticker company in the world. Like how, They've been around you, forever. How do you know that? Because I used to have Panini stickers when I was younger. I was impressed when I said they were Panini when what? we did the Cars yeah, it, one. The Cars ones look like they belong no, in a this book is a real. Oh, shit. It comes with two packs in one pack. What? We've got so many Shrek 2 stickers. We have a four pack. I don't know what the... Oh, I think... Was that a tattoo, Stefan, that's underneath uh, your... No, it's a little sticker oh, pack. Okay. Gotcha. Thing. We got to get a, We got to get an album to put these in now that we've got uh, these stickers here. Okay, but, so we'll get a... Okay, so this is here, my... Put, put them all down. Oh, we'll shit, get, we'll get a picture I already, of I already ripped it. Ah, uh, it's okay. Okay, uh, so this is... So Shrek 2, so I'm opening the first... Pack here. I'm, I'm really. I'm hoping for donkey. I'm delighted by all. Oh, this, this is great. So, yeah, this is, oh, this is look at this one. Is that First one out of the pack. It's a hologram puss in boots. 
Oh, it's a shiny. Oh, hell yeah, baby. We've got a shiny Puss in Boots over okay, here. Okay, and then we've got Shrek and Fiona looking disappointed, and then we've got the King and Queen looking disappointed, and then we've got Shrek and Fiona looking disappointed, and we got Shirtless Shrek. That is what I'm talking <laughs> about bath right there. time Shrek. A lot of these yeah. are just like, uh, where did they get the, like... They're just movie it's scenes. A, they're movie stills, basically. Here's yeah, Donkey so looking at a fish. Like, these are ones that probably you need the album for. Donkey to looking... really look cool. Angry. Yeah. Fiona looking angry. I like that uh, nobody looks happy looking at angry. any point in any of these. Yeah, Shrek and Fiona looking lovingly Shrek at each other. And, and is that a shiny of fairy godmother there also? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, so we don't. Don- Donkey's looking There's in a fishbowl. One shiny card per pack. This is Shrek picking up. Oh, we got a double of the shirtless Shrek. And we got another hologram with the face splotched out. What the fuck is that? Uh, that is a cum shot, I believe. Yeah, this is uh, a porn. Oh, it, yeah, it's the prince, but it, he's getting cum on his face. <laughs> I, I remember that part of the movie. Yeah, don't we all? Uh, here's Puss in Boots. I literally think this is paint that spilled onto this card. So we have a, trip, we have a we triple have of, donkey of donkey looking at the, looking fish. At the fish. Shrek yeah. looking pissed. Yeah, I think we. I had that one. Shrek too. looking mad, and then uh, the king, I guess? Well, this is a good cleavage shot of the princess here, or the queen. Fairy godmother. That's the fairy godmother. Fairy godmother. So there's the shinies. Right wow. All right, so we have two packs of cards left now. I'm going <laughs> to give one of them to both of you that you will open together and then I will open the last one sure. and show it off one card at a time. This okay. one is a, a pack of Topps cards, and okay. they're actually cards this time. It's Topps Soccer MLS 2014. Oh, shit. So enjoy these <laughs> oh my 2014 God. season Gross. Major League Soccer cards. Okay. Hopefully there's some white caps in there. we get a picture of the Shrek ones so we can put the Shrek ones away here? Okay. We'll see if I can even remember. Oh, first one of the pack is a white cap. June Marquez Davidson, who I hated, and I'm glad he's gone. Classic white cap we all know and yeah, love. Absolutely. <laughs> June he was Marquez. A, he was a defensive midfielder who sucked. So, June, thank you. Oh, yes. Diego Fagundes, uh, still in the MLS, I believe. Dax McCarty I bet you, uh, just got dealt. Diego and, got made fun of for his last name a uh, lot. Yeah, Fagundes. Uh, yeah. And then Jerry Bent Benson. Benton Bank. Dax Banks. McCarty's a pretty yeah. McCarty's a pretty good decent player. name, and he just got traded. Actually, there, there are go. only four cards in that whole pack. Four cards. We got the spoiled by the Shrek. Well, ones, I guess I we think. were lucky that one of them was a white cap. Then yeah, we got yeah, we got really lucky. So the okay. odds were not good there. Oh, thank and you. The and then our, the our final one? pack of cards is uh, is I saved the best for last. <laughs> uh, these are Panini cards, also, and I believe there might be a sticker in here. Okay. Uh, but they are. Justin Bieber trading oh, cards. Oh, baby. That's what I'm talking Five about. Five cards and one sticker per pack, and it says, look for both rare and foil cards. Oh, man, I hope we get a foil. He's, he looks young there, too. Yeah. So these are older ones. These yeah, are like, they might this is be. baby era, yeah. Justin Bieber. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find a year here. Yes, it's 2010. Perfect. Perfect. Copyright Bieber Time merchandise. Of course. What yeah. a company. It's Absolutely. Bieber Time. So much money in Bieber Time. Okay, let's get this open here. All right. People this must is, love this. This segment. is easily going to be my favorite. No, this is good. This, this is, is great I'm, content. I'm hugely entertained by this. Yeah. All right. Our first is, it says it's a first print. So it's oh, it's a first whoa, edition baby. card. Wow. Uh, and it's Justin Bieber, and he has a microphone, and there's lots of smiling ladies pointing cameras at him. So Hell yeah. Do you think, you know what? One. This Ooh, is yeah, the one with the, good. there's a rare misprint. Justin Bieber first edition card. If it's in, it's worth like twenty thousand dollars. Like I'm legitimately serious. Actually, yeah. And uh, it was a misprint, and it's he's fucking a horse. 
Yeah, that's signed by Mr. Hands. <laughs> when Justin finished singing one time to his adoring fans, Julie Chen and Maggie Rodriguez of The Early Show joined him on stage for an interview, effectively kicking off Super Bowl weekend. And this one is uh, also a first print. I think they're all first prints. So uh, yeah. I would assume. These like also have trivia where the question is answered on a different card. Oh. Uh, this one is card number 73. It says, as Justin shot oh. this promo for the 2010 MTV Video That's a Music dope Awards shot. in July, little did he know that he would win the award for Best New Artist in September. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a nice card. Yeah, I like This that one, one he is singing on stage in a purple hoodie with a white jacket that says, even with his hand on his heart, Justin showed his love for his fans through song and dance while at the Sun National Bank Center, making sure to name which arena this photo was taken at. This is our sticker right here, and it says you can order your trading card album today. I don't think we'll be doing that, but Why not? I appreciate the thought. I wonder if you can still get them even. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you can get them on eBay, but like, if you could get it from the company, uh, you're gonna you're putting the sticker on your computer, right? Of course, yeah. yeah. What is the uh, what's the sticker? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, that is hot. He just looks like a little boy there. Yeah, and he, this one well, was taken is. in October of 2009 on the Today Show. Yeah, that's he's nice wearing too. dark glasses like he wore in the first YouTube video of the song where he introduced himself as Bieber Cash. Uh, good stuff, good stuff right there. <laughs> And our final card, I guess this is the rare card. Uh, it says, collect all nine cards of his image. So we got the center card of a nine-card set. And if you complete them all, it's him standing in the middle of like a, of a heart on stage. Well, at least we got the one where he's in. Yeah, I was going to say, the rest are just going to be hearts, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right? the rest are pieces of the set. So we got like the middle where it's actually him. But we didn't get any shinies. I guess that's the rare card. Yeah. I was really hoping for a shiny. I know, me too. Yeah. But thank you, Connor. Yeah, thank you, Connor Nealon, yeah, so a gift. much. That was wonderful. And hopefully by the next time we've got cards to open, I've got a theme song and a segment name ready to go. Yeah, for and this, so. hopefully we hear some uh, Don Cherry setting that up. Yeah. Now before... How about we, Killer Card Corner all with case. <laughs> I, I don't see any problem with that. Me neither. Nothing bad has ever been abbreviated KKK. <laughs> uh, now, before we get to the mailbag or the top three questions of the week, as the case may be, let's change things up a little bit. You know, we, we, we just opened a bunch of cards, but sometimes I feel like people get bored of just the three of us doing things, and we should introduce a fourth voice to the mix. How about? Why not? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's... For this very popular recurring segment that has been on this show many times. And that is being recorded live right now after what I'm saying in, with my mouth. Well, fellas, let's switch things up a little bit here. Why not, eh? And uh, dip into a little segment <laughs> that we all know and love. Yeah, one of the longest running segments on this show. It's a classic. It's called Storytime with Jesse Farrar. And the listeners know it. They love it. It's always been called that. Yeah, always. Every time he's been on, I think it's always been Storytime I think originally it was Storytime with Uncle Jesse. Okay, right. And then we got sued by Full House. Yeah. And so now it has to just be Storytime with Jesse Farrar. Uh, Jesse, are you with us? Uh, yeah, guys, you've, you've patched me in on the switchboard. I think I'm in. Okay, perfect, perfect. You're here for uh, your monthly story, and we're happy to have you. Thank you so much for finding time for us in your busy podcasting schedule. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm making the rounds now. Um, you know, business is uh, going on podcasts uh, for free, and, and boy, let me tell you, business is good right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's a great. It's a great business. It's an investable business. I would love to hear your pitch sometime. 
it's a great gig if you guys if anybody out there listening is like oh my god i wonder how i can um i, I want to quit my job as like a, a doctor and i want to go uh be on podcasts uh, for no money and, uh, and and stay up later than you normally would uh to call in to the different places and then uh and then have some weird banter like before and after the recording starts um, and then also you're pretty sure one of the guys doesn't even like you that much. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then, and then advertise it for free on, on my social media accounts, all that stuff. Uh, I would say just put yourself out there. Um, it's a pretty sweet gig. It's a great gig. Networking, I feel like is the main thing. So yeah, I, I think it's possible for anybody to do, Hey, I'm here, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, you're doing, you're doing, you're doing great, and uh, we're and happy mean, to have you. And it's, you know, and I mean, we do make money as a podcast, and not give any of it to you, our most frequent contributor. <laughs> so we do appreciate you continuing to do this for free. Thank you. Well, well I gotta. It, it, the thing is, John, I gotta tell you, it, it scratches the itch uh, for me wanting to do a podcast uh, because it's like at the end of the night, I can just close the computer. Uh, or and I guess open it back up and then jerk off and then close the computer again, uh, and then Justin's up all night, you know, like putting codecs on and all this other stuff, and I just don't want to deal with it. So for me, this is like uh, I get it out, and I don't have to worry about like oh, uh, oh they're put oh they're depositing the Patreon money today, ugh, you know. So it's like to me, it's just a better it's a better way to deal with that creative itch, you know. Yeah. To be fair, you would be surprised how Justin does struggle with processing that Patreon money. So, and <laughs> it is. I have not been paid for uh, the last month and a half that we've done. So you know what? I mean, you're not far off the mark there. I, it is though. Uh, I I can't. I that insult has just thrown me off. I don't even remember <laughs> what I was going to say. Well, Jesse has a story to tell. Yes, sorry. Yes, it's story time with Jesse Ferrar. That was sorry. We did this fulfill your. Uh... I was going to say no. It is a it is a donor goal. It's one of part of our pledge drive on our Patreon. One of our pledge goals <laughs> is if we finally are making enough money, we will give some to you, Jesse. Once we're finally making fifteen thousand dollars a month, we'll finally we'll give you a pilot. We'll give you Jesse. If we make fifteen thousand a month, we'll give you a pilot. Well, you know, there. I mean, there are some podcasts out there that make like three times that. So uh, it's actually sort of pathetic that you guys aren't making fifteen thousand dollars a month. (laughs) You're super Um, right. Actually, I think about that all the time. Well, I don't. uh, I don't think about it uh, like hardly ever at all. Um, and pr- definitely not every day. So, um, so yeah, it's all fine, and uh, everything's uh, everything is going uh, great. Uh, and w- your story this week that you have for us—I uh, know nothing about it, but Stefan says it's great. Well, I mean, uh, uh, to be fair, I feel like that's probably already overselling it. Yeah, um, I, I was sorry, Jesse. I was just gonna say I've only like read it. Like you typed it out, and I read it. So I don't know how it's going to translate to uh, your your voice. Yeah. Uh, so this is going great so far. Um, good setup. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, we're, set, we're setting the expectations the, really low with the uh, yeah, with the, the introduction. The impossible uh, lead in. Uh, doing good. Um, well, yeah. So uh, you know, on online, I'm a bit of a goof, but you know, in real life. Uh, I'm actually like a really responsible uh, and respected person in my community. And, um, <laughs> Absolutely. Look at that fucking driveway. <laughs> That's the driveway of a respected community member. 
You can edit in my laugh to after John's joke, not okay. to when <laughs> Jesse said he was a respected community member. Okay, I, I, I will stay up all night doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so this was actually I lived in a, another city for a while. I lived in uh, an even smaller uh, town than I live in uh, currently, and uh, I was in the Kroger parking lot. And Kroger is a chain of grocery stores. Um, I know. I was impressing Stefan with my knowledge of uh, Canadian ISPs uh, yesterday, uh, and I think up there in Canada, as far as grocery stores go, I'm going to rattle off a couple. You just tell me which ones I hit that are in your uh, province. Okay. Um, let's see. You've got uh, you've got the uh, you've got the uh, uh, f- the food bin. Uh, yeah, that's got, one for sure. You've got the uh, car- Caribou Eats. That's mostly uh, yeah. in Saskatchewan. Okay. And uh, and and then of course, uh, who could forget um, the? Uh, well, I guess it's just the two. You guys just have the two up there. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Food bin. We're, we're, this, this is a food bin household. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm strictly strictly. I'm a strict food binner. Yeah, you guys got your little food bin uh, uh, cloth bags that you take in, and it's got the food bin on the outside of it. Right? Yeah, they're actually made from seal skin, but yes, we do uh, we do have reusable bags. Anything to keep uh, those plastic bags from floating out there in the massive garbage island in the middle of the ocean. Uh, yeah, uh, but enough about uh, Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> weird, weird shot at Hawaii. I'm going to take now. <laughs> 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 yeah, because that's Hawaii. what everyone—that's what everyone says about Hawaii. You fuck that, fuck that place. Yeah, that yeah. that place is a huge piece of shit. I yeah, guess. Um, <laughs> so that's what I'm going with, and I'm on Twitter at Bronze Hammer. Um, if you want to tell me about Hawaii, so uh, so this is a, this is a few years back, but I was in the Kroger parking lot, and uh, and this part is I don't think uh, I don't know if anyone I don't I don't think I ever told anybody this. Uh, but we were actually still in the car. We were about to go into the Kroger, my wife and I. Um, and normally what you do is you just park and you get out of your car. Um, but sometimes you're married and sometimes you have an argument with your wife about something. And so you sit in the car for like an extra 10 minutes and you're like trying to compose yourself before you go into the Kroger because you just got done yelling at each other for something. <laughs> and, um, and so while I was sitting there and I was in the driver's seat, because uh, I get sick in the passenger seat, I have, I have motion sickness problems, and uh, so I was uh, looking over at her, and I was probably thinking like, um, uh, like I wonder what I'm going to have to do to get out of this, or uh, like when we go in the grocery store, it's going to be really weird when we like have to walk through the aisles and we're still mad at each other, and I have to ask her like what kind of uh, mustard she wants and stuff. <laughs> but, um, but I was, so I was looking over in her direction, and uh, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw. Uh, a little old lady and, 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 a, and a, an elderly gentleman, I presume to be her husband, uh, g- getting out of there, uh, pulling up the cart to their truck and putting their groceries in. And then a car uh, comes up out of the road and pulls right up to them, uh, c- clearly not wanting to park and get out and go shopping. Uh, at which point a young man jumps out and uh, accosts the woman uh, trying to take her purse. Uh, so he's, he's like yanking it off of, off of her. And she puts up a little resistance uh, but ultimately, she is uh, pushed over, uh, and she falls down onto the ground. And then the older man is like, hey, um, you know, like, don't do that or whatever. I actually, the windows are up because we were fighting, so I didn't hear what the guy said. But <laughs> I'm guessing it was like, come on now. Um, uh, but anyways, so he goes up to the guy. The struggle is, is he's trying to get away with the purse. The old man grabs the purse. 
and he gets pushed down. And then sort of like in slow motion, I see him fall all the way down and hit his head on the asphalt in like a very old man type of way. Um, and so this, it's pretty scary. It's unfortunate. Uh, 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 and he's alive, so I'll just say that he's alive. Thank goodness. Um, one lived. Uh, well, I don't know. They might be dead now. It's been a few years. Um, <laughs> in fact, they're dead. I'm going to say they're dead. <laughs> um, so... Um, but anyways, I was I was far enough away where uh, I wasn't going to jump out of my car and get myself killed over the uh, like couple of junior mints in the old lady's purse. But so also, you had, you had no inclination whatsoever to be a hero. Uh, no, I mean, but but it all I mean it did happen uh, pretty fast. I just took all this in because uh, I'm like really observant and stuff, okay. uh, like like monk except for without the social problems. Uh, <laughs> So I was just uh, observing, <laughs> and uh, actually my wife didn't even see it. It happened so fast. Like, I was just staring at it, and then by the time I told her, I was like, hey, what the fuck? It was, like, already <laughs> over. But uh, but I was close enough to where I could see the car, uh, so I, I got a good mental image of the car. And then as the car drove away out of the parking lot, I just started repeating the license plate number out loud, knowing that that would be, like, probably the only useful information that anybody could uh, use. And, uh, and so I just kept saying it out loud and, and she like put it in her phone or whatever. Um, and you know, we went in and, uh, and we shopped and we got some carrots and we left, but no, we didn't do that. We hung around and waited for the cops. And, uh, and at one point, um, an older guy came up and said, uh, I wish I had had my gun on me cause I, I would have shot him. And I was like, well, um, I was like, well, that's cool, but I'm glad you didn't. Uh, cause like, uh, I was sitting over here and it would have been cool. Uh, if I continued to remain unshot, <laughs> but anyways, um, so uh, so anyhow, you know, time goes on, and uh, of course, we get in contact with the police. The police show up and take all the information and all that kind of stuff, and uh, eventually, it comes around time uh, for the detective to come to my house uh, and uh, take a so more detailed statement at home. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he comes. He comes into into my home, uh, and I, you know, I uh, hide all my illegal uh, goods and, and such. And uh, and I don't know, but he comes in, sits down at at my table, and he talks to me and like shows me these pictures and shit. And it's like, oh, we think this is probably the guy. Anyways, here's uh here's a picture of six guys, and then uh, also one of the pictures is of the guy I already told you that I think it is. And so if you could just point to him on here, then that would be like really helpful and stuff. <laughs> you know, uh, I was like, well, you know, like, uh, I'm not, I'm not like a cop or nothing, but it seems like maybe you shouldn't tell me who you think the guy is before. You... And also, shouldn't we do this? Like where you're at, like instead of my house, cause there's no, it's just me. Like, we're just, <laughs> we're just in my dining room. Um, <laughs> Just like, just like eating chips and uh, and like <laughs> trying to identify a criminal. Uh, but anyways, so I thought that was kind of weird that he asked me to do that. But I, so I didn't. I, I demurred. I was like, well, I don't, I don't know if that's the guy. I, I told you the license plate number. That's, uh, that's pretty much what it was. And uh, you know, if you ever see these crime shows or you know, read a story or whatever, yeah, um, it's like uh, it's like super general information, um, and. Uh, and I think maybe like you've probably seen some of the weird police sketches that get passed around. Like, I mean, how do you describe just a person? You know what I mean? Very carefully. 
Oh, okay. Um, uh, Six feet so tall, dark hair, medium build. Yeah, like and that's, that's only that's thousands <laughs> upon thousands of people. Oh, is it like four billion people, probably? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I don't, this was a black feller. So I guess that's like there's not as many uh, black fellers as, <laughs> as other types of guys, but uh, but still, it didn't help to narrow it down uh, all that much. But uh, at any rate. So they go to court, I guess. They finally get enough to uh, to arrest a guy that they think is the guy. And then I have to go to court. And uh, so when you go to court, what happens is, uh, is some guy calls you and says, hey, can you uh, come on down to the court? And then you say, sure. And then you go down to the court there and you go in. And you go up the stairs and you go into the room. And uh, and it's kind of weird. It's not, um, it's, not, it's not like Law & Order or the OJ miniseries or anything like that. There's like a big projector, um, and the prosecutor sounds like an idiot because, you know, it's a small town, so he's probably like the nine thousandth best prosecutor in in the country. Uh, so he's probably not that he's probably not even that good at it. Um, so, anyways, I get up on the stand. Uh, I just like walked right in off the street, right? Like it's not like I. Um, they didn't, we didn't like didn't coach you on how to testify. No, we didn't like sit down and talk strategy or nothing. Uh, so, uh, and so, yeah, just... how long after the incident was this? Oh, so this was about a year okay. uh, after after it had happened. Um, and so I, so of course I had you know pretty much forgotten uh, everything that happened. Um, I just remembered that I did see it. Um, so, anyways, they put me up there on the stand. They they swear me in. And the first question is, the guy goes, all right, now, what was the license plate number? And I was like, well, what in the damn shit? How am I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what it was because, you know, down here, license plate numbers are like six numbers or whatever, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's a lot of numbers to remember over a year. And, uh, and he has the numbers right in front of him and he's like, well, go ahead and just tell me what you think it was. And I was like, I was like, I don't know, D, like six. <laughs> <laughs> R? I don't know. Um, and uh, and it actually, the grilling goes on for quite some time, actually. Uh, and I have to go over and like point at like a big, because uh, the security cameras caught the car. So I had to go and point at the car, uh, even though it was the only one fishtailing out of the lot <laughs> with an old lady's purse in the backseat. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think it's that one. Um. So, anyways, uh, eventually they they just get sick of looking at me and tell me to leave. I'm like, well, sorry, bye. And so I I leave, and then later on I'm at home and the the prosecutor calls me, uh, and he's like, uh, hey, what happened? I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you tell me uh, what happened up there. You didn't you didn't coach me or nobody called me. Uh, I guess just assuming that he thought somebody had called me. Um, and I was like, no, nobody called me or anything. And, uh, so I don't know. I, I, I told all my information to the cops. It's, it seems like you guys would have had it. And he's like, well, geez, you really screwed us. <laughs> I was like, well, well, fucking hell, man. <laughs> um, you know, seems uh, odd that the case would center on one person remembering a random string of numbers and letters for an entire year. Yeah. It was like, I had to come up with the password and the guy got to go to jail. It was like really <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but so I, you know, I told the guy, I was like, yeah, so your, your 
you know, your detective tried to railroad me there and, and get me to identify this guy I've never seen before in my life. And, and he's like, oh, okay. And, uh, <laughs> and so anyways, yeah, I was like, well, you know, you, I told you guys all the information. seems like you, you probably should have wrote that down, right? <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, but the, the guy got off and, uh, and then he went on to do like six more extremely violent crimes that, uh, involved carjacking and thefts and stuff. So, um, so he probably did it. Um, <laughs> I probably, uh, I probably helped, um, like a, a real, a violent criminal, uh, continue his crime spree throughout <laughs> a small town. And like continue to terrorize people and stuff. So, so Jesse Farrar is indirectly responsible for like six carjackings. Yeah, isn't that aiding and abetting? Isn't that what they call that? An accessory. Uh, wow. Uh, so this just uh, just to put a fine point on it, this is all hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> right. This it's actually is actually like for it's for entertainment purposes only. Okay, yeah, this is story time with Jesse Farrar. So it's clear that this is just a. It's just that. It's a story. Yeah, I'm just sort of weaving a tail, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so anyways, uh, so that's that. Um, but uh, but I, I hope I hope you enjoyed uh, the story, and I hope that it goes behind the paywall and you guys make a lot of money off of it. <laughs> Is there a moral to this? In the end, did you feel like you learned something ultimately? Uh, yeah, the, the moral of the story is I didn't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't snitch. Um, I think it's the moral, the moral of the story. More or less, award a brother if you see the cops coming. Have you ever seen those shirts? <laughs> just, realizing, just realizing they probably didn't have those shirts in Canada, so I'm gonna retract that. No, I've but, seen uh, I've seen those shirts. I'm familiar. Right, You've yeah. seen the okay. I think I've seen them like in America, not in Canada. Okay, well it's a cool shirt. <laughs> yeah, we only we only have like six black people in Vancouver, and they I think they're all pretty well meaning. Yeah, well, well I mean. I, I'm not gonna get into people's and like whether they're well meaning or not. That seems kind of <laughs> fucked up. But uh, wasn't that your whole story though? You were supposed to figure out if this guy was well meaning or not. I don't know that that was the purpose of it. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think uh, I actually don't know what the purpose of. It. I don't. I don't know what the purpose of my involvement was in any of it. To tell you the truth. <laughs> Do you mean like the <laughs> sorry in this episode or? Yeah, I've, I'm gonna say in the grand scheme. Okay, yeah, because we needed to like fill like 20 minutes tonight. So, thank uh, you. Well, I, look, I think I gave you a solid 21. Yeah, so. definitely. <laughs> so the moral is don't get involved. Yeah, I would say just keep your head down. Um, if you see any shit go down, uh, you didn't see any shit go down <laughs> that, because uh, that, it, it don't help nobody. You know that timeless phrase we've all heard a million times: "See something, say nothing." <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Another successful story time with Jesse Farrar. Jesse, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Uncle Jesse. Uh, uh, Thanks a lot, boys. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, And uh, stay out of Kroger parking lots, and uh, I'll talk to you uh, next time uh, free of charge. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see you in hell. (laughs) All right, boys. Bye. Bye. Always a pleasure to have him on the show. Absolutely. Probably the most popular segment of all time after New Metal Nook. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's Uncle Jesse. Oh, no. Sorry, not, not Uncle Jesse's story. Story yeah, we time. Gotta wa- we got to watch the wire ship. Yeah, yeah. We've been warned. <clears throat> story time with Jesse Farrar from here on out going forward. Uh, on to another favorite segment. Yes, it's our top three questions of the week. 
Hey yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? <laughs> we murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. All right, so I guess we didn't technically decide which order we were going to put these in, so I'll just decide that now. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay so yeah, actually, we'll go with this one. This is uh, comes from Frequent Listener, also named Will, at WB222, and he asks, if you could change one single game result for a sport for the better that doesn't involve the Canucks or Leafs, what would it be? So we, Justin yeah. and I both agreed we, on this. We said the same thing at the same time yeah. when we saw this question earlier. Uh, Pat Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks, Patriots, Super Bowl, because I cannot remember feeling just so depressed. Well, also so ecstatic because yeah. there was like the ridiculous catch right before. Yeah, totally. I think it was Curse. Uh, yeah, it was and first, yeah. it was like the most insane catch I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, it was dope. But and probably then, one of the drunkest days of my life. Oh, I was so <laughs> I legitimately shit my pants that day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do, go do tell. On. Yeah. Well, like, okay, so <laughs> you can't just say that and then not explain. I yeah. oh, I'm trying to remember. Actually, did the shit hit the pants? I think it was one of those things where I sharted. Oh, I was really drunk. My dad also passed out in, like, we, we had just got this brand. You've seen the TV in the basement. Oh, yeah. We got the TV basically just in time for the Super Bowl. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. And had a bunch of people over. They had just moved into the new place, like, a week before or something as Okay. Well. And we just got, like, shit house drunk for it. Because it was a great game, too, up until the end. Uh, and then I just, yeah, I ate a lot of, like, chicken and, like, f- food. And then drank a <laughs> lot of beer all day. And, uh... Basically, I got to the bathroom in time, and the shit didn't touch the underpants. But like, I shit, like there it was. You it were was, like, you were pooping it, already. It was a turd. Uh, yeah, it was like a full on. But it, it before, was like a, an egg size. Before t- a cheek hit seat, you yeah. were already pooping. Ex- yeah, basically. All right. It was, I. It was kind of like. Ha- anyway, it was hanging in there. For and that's life. why you're choosing this game because if you didn't have to witness the Seahawks lose in such a demoralizing fashion. Then you wouldn't have shit yourself. No, I shit myself before. I shit myself at like in the second quarter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just a separate story. Yeah, no, this is, <laughs> that has nothing to do with the loss. <laughs> I think I'd be more likely to like tell the story. I'd be like, oh yeah, they won the Super Bowl. Funny story. <laughs> I shit myself. They were losing when I shit myself, and then they went on to yeah, win the exactly. game. Yeah, exactly. So it was a good luck poop shitting. So we that's we agree on that, John. What's yours? I meant to say so pants shitting. Yeah, you said, said poop, poop shitting. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good poop shitting. Um, so, okay. I'm going to say, I, I honestly think the most mad I ever was at sports and where I feel like the result should have been different were it not for the referee was the 2012 Olympic women's soccer semifinal mm, Canada versus yeah. the USA. I would change that result to a Canadian victory because the ref clearly, uh, clearly poop shitted all over the Canadians and, uh, yeah, I just I honestly cannot remember being more mad at at a at a sporting result. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna go with that. That's a good one. We'll just say that the ref uh figured it out, didn't call Aaron McLeod for six seconds. Like I've never seen a goalie be called for that in my entire life of watching soccer. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever, ever seen that called. Um so yeah, I'm gonna say that one. All uh, right. Okay, so the second one uh comes to us from Tommy Cook. And uh, he was very close to winning the uh, the last 
uh, RGS leaderboard or top three question of the week competition, and he's coming back strong in 2017. I just His... want, can I just throw out a, a runner up because Stefan and I picked the <laughs> oh, same. Oh, what else? Is okay. New? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm go- I'm going to pick Game Seven of the 2013 NBA Finals, Heat versus Spurs. Because if Tim Duncan did not sub off in the final 30 seconds of that game, the Spurs would have won the championship. But because they took their tallest rebounder out of the game in the final 30 seconds of Game 7, the Spurs lost, and the Heat, who were like the supervillain team at the time, won the championship. And that one always sticks out to me as well. Okay. So question two, worth 200 points from Tommy Cook. How far back in time would you have to go to be a professional caliber player in your best sport at your current conditioning? Uh, so for me, it would be soccer. Uh, I will just quickly say, and I posted this in Facebook, but Barcelona started the season with a 7-1 victory. Which, so we're in bizarro Which is insane, already. yeah. Uh, and I scored a goal. Congratulations. Uh, but I, we're, we're playing a doubleheader this Sunday, and I looked at the scores of the two teams that were playing, and they <laughs> won their games... Eight two and nine one. Ah, okay. So, so you guys are screwed. Well, potentially, maybe, I, I, but who knows? I think it's just that there's like a lot of teams. Like, so the, the team we played had never played together. It was one of those teams of like singles, right? Okay, and they, yeah. So anyway, uh, for me, uh, I mean, I'm like five nine and a half. So like, if I go back to like the late 1800s, that's pretty tall. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've got that going for me. I don't know how violent soccer was back then. Is the thing right? Like, are they just are they gonna just kick the shit out of me? Is, they is might. the thing right? They might. Like, I think in terms of just like speed and like, you know, yeah, just speed. And if I'm I'm assuming I can use my equipment that I have now, I think I'd say late 1800s for okay. soccer, assuming they're not gonna just wail on me, which they they very well could. Uh, yeah, I don't know, like. Was soccer a vicious game back then? I think everything was a vicious game back then. Like reading the newspaper was a vicious game back then. <laughs> so true. Walking to work was a vicious game back then. Uh, so you're probably picking curling, John. Yeah, I'm, I was just going to say... I'm, and you're not I, far off already, right? No, now. I, I am. I'm a professional caliber. <laughs> so I choose 2017. I would have to go back in time to yesterday. Well, if Carleen, like, do you think your team would be dominant, though, if you were playing in, like, the 70s? Um, well, you, I don't would, know you, about, would, you wouldn't be drinking, right? No, we wouldn't be drinking. There's the game that. was Well, not, that wouldn't the, change anything for you. No, the game wasn't that different back then, although we just, we might be able to be a little bit more accurate, and certainly our brooms. Yeah, if you took your brooms back to nineteen, yeah, they would have been using corn brooms back then, so, so we would have had an advantage with that. Fucking chumps. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but again, curling doesn't have the the hugest difference. Like hockey for me would be would be my second best sport, and like I was decent at it. I played rep when I was a kid and all that. But I'm not. I like I'm not good. Like I wouldn't say I'm good at hockey. So it's hard to imagine. Like I don't know. I don't know if you took my current skill set. If I would even if I would be a pro caliber player at any point, like it's tough to say with hockey. Like I just don't know. You would just be a way better skater though than I. I feel probably because like, like, like nineteen twenty or nineteen fifteen, well, you could destroy. Them. I think it's the equipment again too, because yeah, yeah. I think the skates now are so much better. Well, the you skates can back be then so were just faster. made of like leather. Yeah, yeah. So we'd, yeah, I, like I guess like a knife attached. We'd to it. still talk about Cyclone Cullen back yeah. in nineteen fourteen. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so I would say. Yeah, it's it's probably no no uh, later than like the 40s, probably. Like once World War II hits, and then and then 
you know, and then the the like the kraut line comes back. No, no, you know what? Stuff. If you played during the the Spanish influenza season and didn't get oh, Spanish yeah. influenza, yeah, that's obviously. true. Oh, I'd have dominated. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, so I'd, I'd say any time pre World War II, I probably would have been close to a pro caliber hockey player. Okay. Now, Justin, I'm picking football. Okay. Because that was always my sport in uh, in school, uh, and I I honestly do feel like that I could have played CIS. If I had continued playing football right. uh, instead of giving up sports to pursue comedy instead, because yeah. like you know, how's that going? Play rehearsals and improv <laughs> and all that stuff was at the same time as football. Yeah, right. So it seemed like uh, I had to pick, and one of them was a lot more fun than the other. Okay. Uh, so uh, enough with this episode of but, Glee. But, but I was, <laughs> I, but I was really, I was good. Like I played uh, uh, starting defense and offensive line tackle both uh like we went to the bc finals in grade eight and i played literally every single minute of that game Mm -hmm. so it's pretty good yeah uh and i just yeah so if i had kept at it i feel like i could have played college football in canada uh and if i was to play at my current status right now i feel like if you went back to ooh. Because football's almost more vicious the further back you go, like to the leatherhead days. But then shit. also just like size wise, yeah, and you'd like, be bigger, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like I could probably play in like the late '60s, probably. Ooh, I in that like the, seems far. I think it was like the early '70s. Jack Tatum like killed a guy on the field of play. Yeah. That'd be me. I'd be the dead guy. But I'd okay. still be playing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd still be playing. So you know, I'd be a pro. You know, I like that you always is. you always push it. Like we're <laughs> always very modest. You're always like, ah, yeah, late sixties, like formation of the NFL. He, like, say, he said he would have died though. Yeah, true. That's so, true. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I'll yeah. give you that. I'll give you that this time. <laughs> well, like you know, the like the classic defenses that everybody always talks about are like mid eighties and I think late seventies. So mm, I'll, I'll put si- myself before that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think football was still like yeah, football was pretty adapted. I have the, the size 50s. and skill for it, or I did. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little different when you're 13 to when you're almost 30. Yeah, I was like 15, 16. Well, you said grade yeah, eight. Yeah, 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 I guess it would have been like 14. Yeah, so you were good when you were 13, and now yeah. you're 30, and you're not in the shape that you were when you were 13. But, I'm guessing, but I'm stronger. I have old man strength now. So how tall? How tall are you? Six three. Okay, yeah. I'm looking at a bunch of the linesmen from like sixty five, and they're well, yeah, six one, two forty seven. Although that might have been his height when he died. So. <laughs> but I just think, <laughs> <laughs> is that how they calculate it? I don't know. How um, do you, like, is it? Yeah, but I just th- like because I mean. So when did you stop playing football? Yeah, grade nine. Oh well, then so you were you played for one season? No, I played before that too. Okay, but like I mean. I mean, I've played hockey my entire life, and I'm still not saying that. I, I honestly don't even know if I would have ever played pro. And you're like, ah, yeah, late seven, late sixties. You played two seasons. <laughs> no, I played. I played hockey. Uh, no, I played football. I played football I, for I like mean, five years. Okay. And I was really, really good at it. Okay. All right. I mean, I, okay. What are you trying to say over here? <laughs> I'm just. I'm just oh, saying. All you, right. You might be you might be over You might be you might be over exaggerating your skill. That's all I'm saying. I'm looking at like some of the players in the sixth. Like there were some really good football players. Like you're talking NFL here, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's pretty I t- think that's pretty tough. Si- 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 CFL si- is a pro league. Yeah, yeah. I could have probably played in CFL, CFL in like the '80s. 
Uh, <laughs> so, like size wise in the sixties, you'd be fine for sure. Yeah, like, but I was it's still, there's still a lot of skill involved. Is all I'm saying. Like I'm not. You definitely. I'm sure you had the size. I'm sure you were good when you played. But it's been a long time. You're. It's, we're talking today. Right? Yeah, yeah. Today going back. I, so that's and football is a very demanding. That, yeah, that's the thing, right? It's today going back. Yeah. And like you're going up against players who are they're like 23 years old. I understand like, the question. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. I I respect this. I I respect it because you do all. You're always like, you know what? Fuck this. Someone needs to draw <laughs> oh, all yeah. the attention I'm here. Just, I'm just playing the devil's advocate. I, I'm here, like, oh, like the 19th century when they all had syphilis. Yeah, well, you kind of look like you have syphilis. Well, I mean, I definitely could have played. Assuming <laughs> I had sex. Should I go further back to like Leatherheads days, nineteen twenties? Like, that's, how far back do I have to go here? That, that's like that would have been the safe bet, I think. Okay. Right? And yeah, we, that's and, what I'm saying. We, yeah, yeah. We yeah. kind of both did. Yeah, that. we both yeah. took. The and safe so bet. we needed someone. Well, yeah, yeah. To, the person who goes last kind of always has to be like, "Well, yeah, you upped it. I, don't, I, I like do it. this. It's fine." And it's then good. John jumps in and he's like, "Look at this fucking dickhead over here! Can you believe this piece of shit?" Oh, I'm just playing devil's advocate. That's all. I'm just I'm saying what the fans are thinking, man. That's it. Um, okay, number one question of the week: Sam Anderson. <laughs> uh, that was a really. I was that not number one. I don't know with the debate. Well, I didn't know it was going to be such a no, big no, debate. No, I know that was a good question. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess I should have known. Um, okay, question number one comes in from a long, long time listener, and I think this might be one of the only times she's ever submitted a question and mm-hmm. made it right to the top of the list. So maybe she should do it more often. The number one question of the week, where three hundred points, comes in from Sam Anderson, and she asks. What would be the hardest sport to play silently and you lose points every time you make noise? I mean, boxing? Yeah, I, I that was I was thinking contact. They do they do like they make noise when they punch and yeah. obviously they make noise when they get yeah, punched. Cuz they do punched. that br- cuz you do the breath, right? Yeah. Like to maximize your Yeah, your so punch. like if you got punched, not only are you getting punched, but you're also making noise and so you're losing points that way. Too. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I was my first thought was contact sports also. I thought tennis right off the bat. Yeah, cuz yeah. I think tennis is easy to assume because they make such loud noises. But like I don't But there are some players that play the, silently. Like it, Federer doesn't make a peep when he's playing. Yeah. I don't I just assume that that's not for show because why would you do that on purpose? Uh, it distracts your opponent. I guess I think. it just seems like such a exertion of force that totally. the sound comes with it. Uh, I agree. And it'd be like, hard to do that and not, you know, like Federer is silent, but he's also a fucking machine. He's oh yeah, sw- he's totally. Swiss too, though. Right? Yeah, he's yeah, Swiss. Yeah. yeah, I definitely, I will, I will say my favorite noise. He probably like orgasms silently, also. <laughs> oh, probably. Oh yeah, he definitely seems like he orgasms silently with a headband on. Hundred <laughs> percent, he wears that headband to to sex. Um, but yeah, I. <laughs> yes, I did say sex. Where are you like going, it was Roger? Oh, just sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely purposely said it like it was a location. <laughs> I'm going to sex. Um I I I Nadal is my favorite noisemaker. I said that before we did the show cuz he's my favorite cuz his noise always comes like a f- almost a full second after he hits it. So I don't quite it's always like uh <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very weird and distracting. You're like playing with the sink on your TV. Yeah, like, you're like, what is going the audio's on? Off. Yeah, exactly. Like when you watch a porn and the and the sex sounds are like a little far be- or a little behind, and you don't really notice until he like spanks her yeah. or something. <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's actually behind. <laughs> it's not like you can really lip read porn. That's like the most relatable thing <laughs> that I've ever, ever said. <laughs> 
like, oh, wow, this girl's really into it. Then it's like he smacks her ass. And then like three seconds later, it's like, and you're like, oh, okay, wow, that really took me out of it. This audio sync is not great. <laughs> He's fucking her so hard they broke the space-time continuum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, She's making the noise like Nadal one second after. <laughs> so, yeah, I say boxing. You say tennis? I don't know. I, I think for some players, for sure. Like, There's I, no I, chance I, yeah. like Sharapova or Nadal... Uh, or Serena like could play t- quietly. Like there's no for them it'd be a nightmare. They'd have to change their whole game. I think combat sports is probably more accurate than tennis. Like tennis, yeah. I thought of immediately because it's like the yeah. weirdest. That's what noises. I mean. Yeah, you can definitely hear. But it, I don't yeah. think I could take a punch and not at least be like. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like football, like getting tackled and making trying to make no noise. Because like, does that count too? Like just the sound of you hitting the person. Can I still like silently taunt them as I get up <laughs> right. afterwards? Yeah, you just yeah, you just <laughs> mouth, mouth. Yeah, it's just a lot of suck it gestures. That was some good miming for yeah, those. You, yeah, you did very really good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's got to be one of the contact sports for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's intense. It's a good question. I'm going boxing in the end. Yeah, boxing. I think makes the most sense. Sure. And with that, we will head to everybody's favorite <laughs> segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? I'm just, I couldn't think of anything, like, I should have thought of something before, so I'm going to yeah, go with... Um, I haven't thought of anything either. The the video of Trump on his first ride on Air Force One, and, this, and the CNN anchor's like, well, let's cut into the live feed of Trump talking to the press on Air Force One. He's got, like, so they cut to the live feed, and it's Trump sitting at his desk, and he's got the TV on in the background, and it's playing the 588-2300 Empire jingle, at like full blast because he's deaf and senile and just watches TV. Extremely it's so insane. Constantly. Yeah. But it's, it's a really, it's really absurd and surreal. Yeah. But, but also it's like very strange that he just wouldn't mute the TV inviting the press in. I mean, who knows? About Can't miss a moment anymore. of these riveting commercials. And it does. I mean, I think he's looking at different members of the press, but there's points in the video where it looks like he's like looking at the TV and like, Oh yeah, this commercial kicks ass. Uh, in any case, it's you know you have to laugh sometimes, and that it is it's funny. It's is, just, isn't it's, the Empire commercial the one where like a real carpet unfurls over like a CGI house? Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's this uh, old man or whatever. He's the logo, and it's yeah. like five eight eight two three hundred Empire. And then yeah, and there's a little CGI dude as well. Yeah, yeah. in a little house unfurling yeah. carpets. Uh, yeah, it's exactly. the general's bastard son. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. So my one good thing is uh, Donald Trump watching a commercial. All right. Uh, John, do you have something to show? Yeah, yeah, no, I'll go. Uh, I will recommend a board game. Ooh. Yeah, I guess I was just looking over at my pile of board games, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Because uh, I don't think we talked about it, but we, you guys, we all played this together. Oh, oh Chris, beautiful. I'm going to recommend Camel Up, and it is a uh, it's a very fun board game. I would say very accessible to anyone who... Uh, Seems like it could be called Camel Cup. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not. Uh, yeah, it's Camel Up, and uh, so it is... Uh, it's uh, uh, It sounds kind of strange, but it's a, a game where camels are racing around a track, and you are betting 
as the camels make their way around the track and it's just a yeah very accessible very fun game and i've i've played it with a few different groups of people and everyone gets really into it and uh yeah, we've had a we we had a really good time on Christmas playing it, and uh, I played it with my family, played it with my buddies, and uh, yeah, it's a really fun one. So Camel Up, check it out. And uh, there's an expansion too, which I'm gonna get. I'm having the guys from my hockey pool over on Saturday, and I think we're gonna rip it up. And not that you can relate to this, but it seems like it's a perfect board game to turn into like a drinking game, right? Because you're already gambling. Yeah, exactly. So might as well, may as well drink when you're yeah. betting, also. True. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. Even as a non-drinker. I'm going to recommend a video game uh, that I've been playing through at the moment. I just got a PS4, as we mentioned on the show last week. Well, we didn't. (laughs) We mentioned it on the the bonus episode episode that hasn't come out yet. (laughs) And there's a funny story about it. There's a great story, yes. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so I'm playing through some games that are a little older that are new to me. Right. Uh, And this one, I I, I chose to play through before I went into the new Uncharted because I hear they're basically, it's kind of the same kind of game. Uh, Tomb Raider, the next generation version of Tomb Raider put out by Square Enix. It's really, really good. Uh, I bought it just because it was seven dollars on the PS Store over Christmas time, and you know why not pick up a game for seven dollars? Yeah, absolutely. And I'd heard good things about it, but at the same time, those old Tomb Raider games for the original PlayStation, like they're they're classics in a way, but they're also extremely shitty in a way. And, right. And in that way, it's the way that you play them. They're really very bad. Yeah, they're bad. Right? <laughs> um, uh, but this one's super good. It's very I do remember the Nude Raider patch, though. That was a popular <laughs> thing when we were children. Yeah. Uh, very cinematic. I can see why they want to turn it back into a movie again, because it actually feels like a movie this time. Right. And not just like, oh, there's a pretty girl running around in a fucking thing or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I'm very much enjoying the original Tomb Raider, or the the... The new Tomb Raider, but I think they've already made a sequel to it. I'm not sure. Regardless, Tomb Raider for next generation consoles. It's it's a good time. I'm enjoying myself. And with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is no one. Our intern is the fine folks at SeatGeek. Promo code real good. Uh, If you like the show, I highly recommend you support it on Patreon, patreon.com slash realgoodshow. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, You can join the Facebook group. That's a lot of fun as well. Rate and review on iTunes. And, of course, it very much helps us. If you think you know someone who would like this show as much as you do, Tell them about it. Yeah, and Justin's address is on the website. You can go visit him (laughs) anytime. Or just mail me cards in the mail. You could do that, too. Uh, Anything else? I think that covers it. Tell your friends. I'm still a Scientologist. Follow us on Twitter. Real good show. (laughs) Stefan's still very much deeply into that church. Uh, Until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Football. Yeah. Yeah, I I blew it there. Yeah, I, you I really blew sure. it. I was looking at the jelly beans, and I was like, kind of a cop-out, because our listeners don't know we're eating, yeah, jelly we're eating jelly beans, and we haven't really talked about them at yeah. all. I would think Bieber might be the Yeah, or just well, cards. Was, uh, he he was, was just trading cards. Who was the listener that looked that up for us? I can't remember his name. I should go look that up right now. But we should he said, thank him, yeah. Yeah, he said he, that he, he actually went back and listened to all of our episodes, because he's a sadist, and uh, went to the end, and... Um, and basically counted the, our percentage. I know our percentage of getting the the names right or saying, saying the same, the same thing word at the same was time was eight point six seven percent, which okay. is pretty good. Yeah, which not is bad. not too bad. Uh, Seventy five episodes in. Yep. 
76 now. Yep, so we're doing but okay. you're taking the average down the more we do this. Oh, wait. Yeah, so it was, uh, oh, yes, it was Philip Spiegel. So uh, thank you to Philip for counting that up for us. And I asked him also to to say which words they were. I know chorizo was one of them, I remember. Yeah. And uh, probably seat geek. I think seat geek. I bet was Hitler was one of them. I, I would say it's like Maybe. a safe bet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, if 8.67%. Well, John said nothing last week, and now this week Stefan said I know, nothing. I know. We're, yeah, so we're that's really kind of like saying the same thing. But yeah, we got to pull yeah. it together yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I don't think it really counts, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, yeah, good episode. Uh, good though. episode, guys. Thank you for <laughs> listening, and uh, fuck Jesse Farrar. <laughs> Goodbye. here boy watch this here kid this is put it in watch it it's it out it's way that go he plays baseball watch this here go of the week the way that go and listen they need all the help they can get and way to go jared boy put it in there we got it in we got it in